Now broadcasting live via Ustream or downloaded directly to your mobile device, BagdenBoard.com presents the Bagden Boardcast. Oh my goodness, and that is crazy. Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad I didn't get slapped. I'm glad your mom isn't here. Uh, you said your parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, should I punch him? <laughs> it doesn't work if you're not wearing a mariachi suit. Uh, Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 62 of the Bagdon Boardcast. This is Scott, the producer, talking. Uh, we record every week on my computer and on Ustream.tv. We broadcast live using multiple uh, video cameras, uh, titles. It's very nice. This week, we had an extra guest on the show, and I set up an extra microphone for her. Because of that, I kind of messed up the recording at the beginning. I take blame for it, but I wanted to still get you the recording of episode 62 of the Bagden Boardcast. So we're going to pick it up. Uh, at the point where we started talking about the beers. So imagine that they came on and said, hey, you're listening to the Bagden Boardcast. We come at you in four segments. And they described themselves. So this is John, Chris, and Paul with uh, the guest was Janet, who came in to talk about uh, Harry Potter. So we're going to join the guys and lady for the Bagden Boardcast, episode 62, at about the point where they start talking about beer. If you want to follow us on Twitter and find out when we're recording on Ustream, it's Bagged and Board uh, on Twitter, and it's at Ustream.tv slash Bagged and Board. And let's join episode 62 mm-hmm. right now. Trivia. Trivia camp. I've actually, I've actually been to the brewery. And we've used that trivia before. <laughs> I think when we had Henny Pin. Yeah. Which, uh, I, the, the classic Oma Gang, Henny Pin. Um, yeah. One of my favorites. Are, uh, I think it's really one of the only Henny or uh, Oma Gang beers that I actually really like. What? Really? Oh, how spicy. I, I like this one because it does kind of remind me of the Henny Pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's not bad. It's I, a dark Henny Pin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that great. I enjoy like this one. chewing on a Christmas tree. No. There's no pine flavor. Plastic tree? Plastic Christmas trees. Tinsel, of course. That's how you floss. Um, uh, 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 scented Christmas tree. Okay. It's like chewing on a car air freshener. No. Mm. It's a scented Christmas tree. No. Can't, can't say I agree with you on that one. No. We are at odds, sir. Yeah. This is the most like divisive we've always been. Yeah. yeah usually there's something yes. that everyone likes. Yeah. Divisive. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, right. hey, I, I mean, blew beer night. It's okay. It's what happens. It's, it's, it's right. why we do this. Is to you did you did not blow it because <sighs> I I enjoy this one. This one's all right. The adoration. I like this one. Yeah. You streamers, yeah. as is your prerogative. You streamers, just find out which one I like. I like the podcasters. The, I like the BPA a little bit more than the adoration. <laughs> really, adoration yeah, I, has a little alcohol. I can manage on the adoration. <laughs> yeah. Bag lady. She likes that. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like anise. Is that how you pronounce mm. it? Yes. I've heard it pronounced anise. Anise, anise. No, I've always, I've always heard it like anise. Combine or anise. The two of those. I anise, imagine, anise. I imagine it burns. Anise. Just to say black licorice. It's the safe way to go. <laughs> black licorice. Not yeah. the red licorice. The communist licorice. So what's the black licorice then? <laughs> It's the standard licorice. It's the standard licorice. It's the normal 
flavored it's, licorice. It's in the black. There's a normal flavor to licorice. This tastes like okay. You got it. Okay, go for it. You look at right? green Nyquil. I, I have. I don't know what Nyquil. I, I don't know what Nyquil tastes like. This tastes orange. like green Nyquil. Green and orange. What do you, you know? What? Yep. Green I, Nyquil. I would say, okay. and it gives you that same kind of aftertaste in the back of your throat. Yep. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've all agreed now. Even we haven't all agreed. Well, I I'm saying agreed. we've all agreed. Adoration by Omegang tastes like green Nyquil. Pick up just Omegang, Omegang, or Henny Pen. That's really those are the only two. Wait, there's an Omegang, Omegang. Yeah, it's just called Omegang. Ah, I did not a know cart that. Cart kiosk, cart kiosk. Well, that's repetitive. Henry <laughs> redundant. There you go. Um, Kill more girls. Yeah. I have yet to ever watch an episode of that. Well, and I'm a girl, so... You're saying I would like it? No, no, no. I'm saying you're very lucky. Oh. I know almost every line from every Gilmore Girls, and I hate the show. Never watched it. Hey, you're married. What are you saying? That, that's why you would know such a thing. Okay. I, can't. I know there's a guy with a backwards hat. Luke it's Dames. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's red, red. Diner. Some, um... It's like the Bad Girls Club Miami. I don't <laughs> even know. Small, I don't, I don't even know what that means. Uh, I'm confused. No, 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 no. No, if anything, it's more like Dawson's Creek. I, 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 as in primetime WB soap opera. The adoration's in my face. Adoration's in your face. This is my beer glasses. Thank you. It's the Dawson's Creek. I have to provide background noise. Are we little, done with beer? A little Paula Cole. I, I, yes. We are, I believe we are. We'll be drinking butter beer later. <laughs> butter beer is delicious. In five, four, three. Wait, why, why are you making the countdown? <laughs> I do not just hit the button. Five, four, three, two. That's you had to sit there and not talk. <laughs> And we're back with the weekend. We didn't go anywhere. I, <laughs> hey, you like to say we come at you in four different ways. And I like to say, and we're back, even though we didn't go anywhere. Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> I don't call you out on your lame ass shit. Don't call me out on mine. You do. That's true. I just Never can't mind. think of enough, like, a uh, good, whatever. A retort? No. No? I'm blanking on are the we word. We are in the Week Geek. We are in the Week Geek. Hey. 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 Example. Example. That's the word I was looking for. Past, uh, well, example of the <laughs> happenings in the Week in Geek. Uh, this week saw the leak footage from two different movies, one that is out and one that is coming out this December. Uh, 39 minutes of the Harry Potter film, not from beginning to 39 minutes, like a middle of the movie, has been leaked. Was it online. like someone's like camcorder leaking it? or No, no. It seemed like 39 minutes of the Harry Potter film were leaked online. Of yes. this Harry Potter Yes. Film. The one that just came out this Friday. Oh, okay. It was leaked back on Tuesday of this previous week. Okay. How was it leaked? Uh, it hit the internet. And it seems like it seems like it was from like a almost a screening DVD. You know how mm-hmm. you know movie reviewers will get DVDs sent to them like a week before the show opens. Yet you do it on purpose. Since it's not the full film, Nobody really understands if somebody had the screen, DVD screening. I just lied in front of Paul. <laughs> it was not from the beginning to 39 minutes into the movie and then shut off. It was a middle portion of the movie. About 15 minutes 
and I haven't seen it because I don't pirate. Why does often. it matter? The movie just came out. Uh, Even when we were at the midnight showing, they told us no yeah. phones or cameras. Yeah. Apparently, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. You don't want a pirate. They, you it's, really got it confiscated. They told us before the movie started. It's like, the movie's out. Isn't it mm-hmm. out of the bag? But For reviews, yeah. But huh. you, you still don't want your movie showing up online so people don't go see your movie. Because of 39 minutes? Home. Yeah, because of like the middle 39 <laughs> minutes at some point. And the movie was like, well, like, how long Three was it? Hours. Yeah, two yeah. hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. There's still two hours in the movie. Two hours yeah. and 51 minutes. But since it's like DVD quality, and also, so it's not, not camcorder, and since it's only 39 minutes, people are online and are saying that it might have been Warner Brothers themselves that leaked it. Well, they've been leaking bits and pieces of the movie. Like, exactly. So previews, and like, if you go online, you can find mm-hmm. so many different little like, clips of the movie. Yeah. You really got a lot of bits and pieces. Like, I wasn't really... But why, why would Warner Brothers do that? Do they need to hype up the movie anymore? Uh, it's just that little bit more of hype, you know, just in case. Well, I'm not sure if I'm going to like it's, this movie. It's the, f- well, yeah. I think it's Here, more like the, the forbidden hype. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not sure you're going to like this movie or not, 39 would minutes you even go put, watch? 39 minutes might push you over the edge. If, you, if you've sat through the other six movies and are like, I don't know if this is the one for me, why would you even bother wasting like the 39 minutes on it? Here's the, the, where, here's the kicker. Here, I was going to tell here, you. Here, pointed at it, baby. <laughs> And maybe this is it. Parents, not sure if they should bring their kids. Oh, I do believe it may have been upwards of our rating. I know. I, I don't think I, it was I, I personally rating. sat next to a two-year-old this, this afternoon watching it. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to get into the movie fix now with it, but maybe that's one of the reasons why it would be important. Then, yeah, but... <laughs> I'm getting crushed. Just to say, that little kid sat next to me, hysterical! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like... I'm tired. <laughs> and then he started snoring. It was it was fantastic. Uh, when, when did you go see it? Uh, I saw it yesterday and this afternoon. So it wasn't a midnight showing? No. The kid was just a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> it was an afternoon. It's like, it's one. What? Nap time already? It could be nap time. And then it just, I'm thirsty. And then you just hear like the, the empty cup you know, with the straw. Pretty funny. 26 minutes of Tron Legacy was also leaked, but that's from, from beginning until 20 minutes into the movie and then ending. So that might have been a DVD screener. Just it's getting kind of what, what we yeah, watched. Yeah, we kind of um, saw like, like the first, I think oh. it was like 12 minutes of it. Yeah. It might have been in what they were showing at like the, the bigger Comic-Cons yeah. so being leaked, and that would make sense. But, you know, that's uh, a month out now. Yeah. Christmas Day or right before uh, Christmas? Right before. I think it's the 17th or something. Yeah, I don't remember. It's early. Hey! Hey! hey. Hey, talking about your birthday. Talking about my birthday. We got you something. Yeah, but you weren't supposed to. No, it's from the Bagnum Broadcast. It's not between friends. Oh. <laughs> it's more I like you all. <laughs> it's more like the obligation gift. Since like I hate you all. I therefore should accept it. <laughs> yes. Where is it? It's under your chair. Happy birthday. I'd Happy notice birthday. Notice the wrapping? <laughs> hey, we wonder what it could be. Right. Thank you very much. What I, did we get to you? <laughs> Ooh, hold on. Tell, got, tell the list, audio listeners. Copyright infringement cam. Hey. They got me the Trojan uh, Triforce <laughs> Massager. Uh, it's Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. <laughs> Have you seen that commercial? No. Seriously? I don't watch the TV. Trojan Triforce No, the massager? Triforce Massager. We're going to watch that commercial. In a is it? Okay, is back it, to copyright infringement cam. Is it really the Legend of Zelda? Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. No, it's for, it's for a vibrator. What? 
I thought you said it was a massager. But is it Link's sword? It's no. It's dangerous out there. Take the sword. What kind of television are you watching? Greatest commercial ever. His his wife's pregnant. So, say, is this on like Comedy Central or like two in the morning when they show like Girls Gone Wild commercials? Love those commercials. I thank you very much. I will play this tonight. Yay! Yay! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! From the Bagden Broadcast. That side of the Bagden Broadcast. I didn't know this was happening. He talked about it. <laughs> oh, he didn't. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell him. <laughs> it's from, this is the first time I've talked to John it's in like Janet. a couple days. It was just me. Yeah, but we talked about it like months ago before this. Janet was. That wasn't that long ago. It was like a couple before, weeks. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. We were talking about reserving it. So this is Week in no. Geek. This came out this yeah, week. Yeah, came out. See how it all ties in? Assassin's Creed Brotherhood just came out. Yeah. Yay. That's oh, exciting. It's a game. <laughs> it is a game. Uh, do we want to do our other prize giveaway? If you want. Yeah. Do it now. We can geek. Let's do it. We can geek. All right. So uh, <laughs> what was that? So, that's the crickets. Oh, the crickets. No. no. Yay. That's Yay. the other side. <laughs> is that the baby? That's the it's baby. the baby. <laughs> yeah. So about a month ago, it just keeps going on and on. So about a month ago, we participated in the Extra Life charity event. And some of our listeners were so nice to donate their uh, money because we donated our time. Yay! And uh, we... We we decided to do a giveaway of a $25 gift card and also one of the crappy games we were giving away. Uh, and we just so happen to have our first place winner right here in the audience with us tonight. Yay! <laughs> so here's your $25 gift card to GameStop. Yes, make sure you reserve something. And you get to pick from one of these epic games that we played during our 24 hours. <laughs> Bullet Witch! Hit the boo. Yeah. Copyright infringement. Yeah, copyright none, infringement. none of these games look good at all. There's the Bullet Witch, which is probably my favorite. Turning, <laughs> turning Point, Fall of Liberty. That didn't work. Does not have a single player, and the multiplayer doesn't work. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to introduce this one, Chris, so your favorite. Uh, Onichanbara, Bikini Samurai Squad. That was my favorite. <laughs> He's the one that voted for it in the pool. Yeah, because I... And Sonic the Hedgehog. Like I like to call it. Which Sonic just seems so out of place. Loading won't be enough. What? Because they say this time speed won't be enough, but it's just full of load screens, like, every two minutes. So you get to pick of one of these. I put, put you on Janet Cam for uh, this. Yes. You could take Bullet Witch and then give it to Chris for his birthday. You took the idea! <laughs> he, he totally you took the idea. Bullet Witch! Aw. Hey. It's a belated birthday, friend. Why, thank you. <laughs> Bullet Witch, I choose you. <laughs> Uh, Chris is so trusting, he opens up the case immediately to make sure <laughs> the game's in there. Paul has it upstairs. Uh, it felt really late. Paul put a burned copy of... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter with Bullet Witch. Yeah, he doesn't pirate. Burned a copy <laughs> of Rocky in there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. That was Rocky. my Rocky impression. By Rocky, mean... Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Uh-huh. Well, with some kind garbage. of Stallone news, hey, there uh, Carl Urban, they have the first shots of him as Judge Dredd, hmm. which helmet looks a little too big for him. Yeah. I uh, actually kind of prefer the look of Stallone as Judge Dredd to hmm. Carl Urban. Oh. He's a doctor, not a judge. 
Hmm. Can't wait to open that game, can you? Nope. <laughs> Let's speak about first looks. We got to see the official Green Lantern trailer. I was really excited for it before yeah. Harry Potter. Don't tell Paul. And Paul, did you see it? I watched it. I'm in the theater. I, what am I going to do? Did you sit there? Uh, in the podcast. You put your fingers in your ears last time or when, when we were just talking about it. Because we had comic relief then, and it's funny to people around was it? me. <laughs> Listeners, email us at contact Broadcast <laughs> and tell me whether or not that's funny. But I was, I was really excited for this. Like fourteen people just commented, "Yay!" <laughs> Boo! My, uh, uh, they probably. My heart was pumping when I was watching. It was really bad. You were pretty excited. I was. I noticed before. What did you notice? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's so excited. But <laughs> it was. I don't know. I've been waiting for that moment, and I was glad I got to see it. But Paul. You had been avoiding all the Green Lantern, you know, buzz leading up to this point. You were you were a captive audience. You had to see it there. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think about the preview? Yes, it was a very good preview. Like I, I'm not going to like put all my hopes in. No, but like I have been burned by previews before, sir. Let's discuss. You get to M. Night Shyamalan. Damn you! You, you got to see Sinestro. You got to see Kilowog. See Tomar Ray. Uh huh. Oa. Yeah. You get to see like a construct. A what very, do you think? It was a very good preview. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Okay Sexy. He was a little alive. Yes. That's all I noticed today. People yeah. magazine. And Scott agree. <laughs> <laughs> By People magazine, he means producer up. Scott. But uh um, one of these cookies. Fantastic. Yeah, like it's a preview. Yeah. It's smoke and mirrors. I'm not gonna feel better about the uh the movie until I see it now. You know, it's he was a little jokey about, uh, yeah, water's in the tap. You know, like, like okay, who knows? I, I don't know. It, it doesn't sell me on the movie, and it doesn't mini peanut butter cup make me want to sell short the movie either. But what about Kilwa getting in his face? It happened in the preview. Yeah, you know, I like how they made Tormari look like kind of like fishy birdie looking. Yeah, fish bird. Fish bird. <laughs> And I liked um, everyone's kind of got a different look to the costumes, too. Hmm. You know? I enjoyed that. The little, like, changing into costume in front of his friend, though. Exactly. Whoa! Right? I know! And it was kind of like, bro. Exactly. You know, a little hambo. Yeah, little little bra. Little. Dude, I, I see how he helps Jordan being a bro. Dude! Sweet. I, I think you, you, what, what they're setting What's it up mine from say? is they show <laughs> the... Cocky, you? A cocky test pilot, mm-hmm. not a care in the world, doesn't have to do anything but wake up. Man? No. <laughs> wake up and fly Green a plane, Lander. and now he's got a huge responsibility, and you're going to see him grow into that hero. Oh, so we're talking about Spider Man. Spider Man 3. Huge responsibility. We're talking about every single superhero that's Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You know, and I think that's what you're going to see, and I know that, you know, they've said that they're working on the two other scripts that for Green Lantern that you know they're going to just keep. Building, building on on that of him becoming a, you know, the greatest of the Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds. He saw Sinestro also. Yeah, yeah. which he looks great. He did look like a good Sinestro, and I did look like Eggman Sore, even though he he looked a little like uh, look this up. Kelsey Grammer to me. It kind of freaked me out. Just because that is that wide face. It's the wide huge face. forehead. And, and he kept forehead. saying, "I'm listening." It was weird. <laughs> it's like I didn't understand that preview. The ring. I know. I'm listening. Sorry, it's weird. No, I'm weird. I'm really warm. But uh, take a topless yeah. picture here of Ryan Reynolds. Oh, jeez. Mm. I just go into your, your huge. I was going to say, you just go into your bank of Ryan Reynolds pictures. Kind of awkwardly hairy. What? I don't think he's very hairy at all. 
Paul can see. Paul. <laughs> Back me up on this. Scott's like, Paul, is he awkwardly hairy? <laughs> that is a uh, picture of a man. And that's awkwardly, what's happening. Awkwardly is, that, is that a man that you saw in a preview? <laughs> yes. I will not. Uh, I have no real let's say, you know, thoughts on it. I don't think he's awkwardly hairy. My chest hair looks... awkward places? Does he have, like, hair? No, he just has it everywhere. For example, I... I have this tiny little patch here. I'm pointing to my chest because I'm not on webcam. And a tiny little patch down here. <laughs> right, but Ryan Reynolds just has a general all-over fuzz. Yeah, right? All right. It's not an Alec Baldwin uh, shag carpet, is it? No. Okay. It was my Alec Baldwin, wasn't it? Good. I didn't no. get that as so, Alec Baldwin at all. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were Stephen Baldwin, actually. Oh, well, yeah. Well, if you want to watch Alec Baldwin and all the episodes of the, what is it, 30 Rock? 30 yes. Rock. You could subscribe to Hulu Plus, which is now at a lower price. Seven ninety nine. It's a cricket. Instead game. of the nine ninety nine that oh, it was originally released. <laughs> For the segue. <laughs> I thought it was a fairly decent segue. Okay. I didn't know we were looking for fairly decent. <laughs> you know what? I, I pay like ten something a month, or eleven, or twelve. I don't even remember what I pay a month, but that—that's not that bad. For what? For what? For Netflix. For Netflix. Okay. Netflix is movies. Netflix is movies, but I get my TV shows through there as well. Yeah. I um I actually I wouldn't mind paying that price to get um you know like I I just got into uh, Parks and Recreation. Okay. I've watched the first two seasons. I would pay that to be able to watch the rest of those seasons, the rest of the you know season three and the start of season and four. You like that show? I do. Hey, don't worry. You don't, you don't need to. It's you don't great. need to catch up with it because it's canceled. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it's been canceled. Oh. it's actually really good. It's, yeah. it's really good. They had to make room for outsourced. Which are they keeping outsourced? Which yeah, I they got renewed is, for a second season. Horrible. It didn't look good. Here. So Amy Poehler actually got outsourced. Pretty much. They sent, oh. Yeah. Yeah. NBC, they don't know what they are. I, I, I want to keep seeing more stuff about, about Mouse Rat, though. <laughs> and, and the event. The event. That's I haven't watched any of that either. There's a backwards E in it. <laughs> so it's the E3 event? But what about No Ordinary Family? That's ABC. Uh, which we haven't seen. Modern Family, isn't it? And that's well, also... That's, you're talk, what are you talking about? Ordinary Family is like the superhero one. It's like The Incredibles. Oh, with I did see a, I saw <laughs> yeah. a preview or a, like a trailer for The Cape. That actually looks really good. What's The Cape? Yeah. I it's, like a, capes. it's a superhero. It's like a superhero thing. thing. I dig capes. Yeah, dude's got a cape. I dig capes. Cape. Superman has a cape. Superman's got a cape. Mm-hmm. Superman is Scott's favorite, for those of you just joining us. That's, that's an editor's note. Mm-hmm. Editor's note. Smallville because... doesn't have a cape, therefore Smallville's no good. No, that's right. Smallville's no good because Smallville's it's no good. Smallville's no good for a bunch of reasons. <laughs> but you're right. They do not have a cape. Would make it better. I love it when we do this. <sighs> My favorite thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Comic books on television, you know? You don't get enough of that. But you know what I can't get enough of? What? I don't know. I was asking. List. <laughs> you can't get a, enough of Fire Breather on the Cartoon Network. Oh, no. We're not saying We're not saying Stop the music. Stop the music. Stop the music. Stop the music. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the humanity. <laughs> we're... I, I, I thought you were doing the pulse segue to the next thing. I, I didn't know. That's what was going on. I thought it was a segue. Yeah, into Image Comics <laughs> getting Fire Breather on the Cartoon Network, which is going to premiere this uh, Wednesday night. And then it's going to be followed by, apparently, just uh, Young Justice. Young Justice. 
Hey. Hey. And uh, Cartoon Network apparently has a deal to bring Mice Templar, the Mike Oming? Yes. Uh, book to a to Cartoon Network near you. I lost my way on that sentence. Uh, you're just you're getting lost in my eyes, Paul. I know what happens. <laughs> These are both animated series. Yeah. Okay, good. All three of them will Except be Except, no, animated. the one with the Mice Templar is actually going to be real mice acting it out. I, I, wa- I want to see that as like a Muppet thing. Like kind of like we, Dark Crystal. Oh, that would be put, cool. Put a, put a, uh, the Muppets are fucking coming back big time. I will stand by that. He says that last episode year. number. Dude. And it's been a year. Hey, no, Muppets I'm, have been doing a lot. Movie. They got a movie. Yeah. They are making a movie. It's a movie. And it's it's been out now for a call out to not uh, out. Cartoon yeah. Network They're to not on put on live action things anymore. Yeah. I don't get that. Like, I was okay when they were showing, like, oh, the Scooby Doo movie because yeah, it kind of makes sense. Because that's bad. No, it's bad. I didn't even see it and I knew it was going to be bad. It's a bad movie. Has Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne, and it was great. <laughs> it was not. The other Come on, is, uh, Linda Velma. Carlini. Yeah. Yeah, she's cute. Listen, Come on, Scrappy was the seen, bad guy. I have seen Mess the part of Mr. Beans. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I've never seen that movie. I've never seen it. I don't trust any single website say, ever. sir, because you, you told me that that stupid uh, Ricky Gervais movie the was good. The Invention of Lying. It's yeah. a good movie. It was horrible. It wasn't horrible. It was, ho- it was shit. You guys talked over our Zombieland review. Digressing. <laughs> you know what? The cookies are hiding your move on. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're pointing so at. Move on. Oh, my bad. That's my fault. Well, yeah, Cartoon Network, farming out to the comic books. They're outsourcing to it, if you will. Uh, I think it's great. I brought it back. And you had something for the Weekend Geek. Uh, yes. Um, Darren Aronofsky's actually huh. been... Darren Aronofsky. That's it. What? What? Huh? Darren Aronofsky? Or Darren Aronofsky. Afronsky. Afronsky. Um, has I, been I can't get that far into his name. <laughs> announced as both the writer and director Darren of the Aaron new Aaron Wolverine Aaron. movie that's coming out. Who knows when? Hmm. Called... The Wolverine. The Wolverine. Ooh, gritty reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm, I'm kind of shocked because they were selling it, you know, just a couple of weeks ago as um, Darren Aronofsky directing, Darren Aronofsky. and then uh, I can't think of his name now. The writer of um, uh, the Usual Suspects as writing the script. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of his name. I don't know his name. I'm um, pretty sure if I look at the bottom of a cup, I'll figure it out though. Usual. Res- Suspects because that's how he came up with the name. Uh, because it's at the bottom no, I, of the yeah, I got it. cup. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I found the crickets button, uh, by the but, way. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of interesting. So uh, is he going to rewrite or redo completely as on his own? Um, or just they just know. say he's the writer? They say director. he's the writer, director. Hmm. That's all I got. I hope they don't do a recasting and have uh, Ugly there from The Wrestler. Is Wolverine <laughs> ugly? Mickey Rourke? Yeah, Mickey there Rourke. you go. Mickey Rourke. He is looks Wolverine? horrible. Yeah, I met a girl who thought he was hot. She's dumb. Oh, was she no. blind? Uh, no, but she also liked wrestling. So I think. Oh well, that's probably why. Doesn't like wrestling. R K E. Is that how the names spell? No, I think not. Oh. And uh, I put an E at the end. We're back hey. with the list, everybody. We didn't go anywhere. 
<laughs> and uh, my book comes from uh, Dark Horse. It's uh, Cull. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. <laughs> like Dark Horse. Dark, Dark Horse. Uh, Dark Horse. Uh, Cull, the, uh, the Hate Witch, um, brought, by, brought to us by uh, David Lafham. Lapham? Lapham. Yeah, he did Stray Bullets. Stray Bullets, yeah. And that's one of the reasons that drew me into this, to see what his take on that kind of uh, barbarian swordsman kind of a thing would be. Wait, it's called The Hate Witch? The Hate Witch. Like a sandwich. Call? The Hate Witch? Yeah, it's a call. Doop, doop. You didn't say call. You said, yeah, he's like, I did too! Oh, we heard it as called The Hate Witch. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh Janet Call. The Hate oh. Witch. glory. You gotta, you gotta turn off the cell phones here yeah. when you're... You're the one that's hitting buttons. I didn't hit anything. Hang up! It was Pandora. How did Pandora get up on my phone? I don't know. No. Employee, I, employee. Last time you were listening, did you like it when it played the things randomly? Because <laughs> <laughs> then it... it okay. <laughs> Do you have an alarm set or something? No, no, it's not an alarm. Pandora's yeah, I alarm. don't know. You could have a nap for that. You could need to take a pill at this really? very moment. Yeah, yeah really. To save your really. life. We played this song because you like randomly starting songs. <laughs> In a major tonality with... <laughs> so, Cole. Cole, eh? The hate yeah. witch. Hate witch. See, that was an excellent segue. <clears throat> what? So, Why? Um, Why and, would I not? Because it's... <laughs> and uh, it just... It, yeah, interest me. I, you know, enjoyed Stray Bullets. Wanted to see what he would do with that. Cool. Done. Done. Someone else. Who's on the list? I, I'm excited for... Paul. Batwoman, number zero. Starting off again. Written partly... By J. H. Williams the third, also uh, co-writing it is Hayden Blackman, and art being done, of course, by, by J. H. Williams the third. Uh, in- interviews with um, Ed Brubaker, no, not Ed Brubaker, the other guy Greg that Rucka. does gritty crime noir. Greg Rucka, yes, Greg there he is. Greg, Greg Rucka. Uh, he said, if there was anybody to take over the series, it would be J. H. Williams because they had so much, you know, planned out. So um, I'm excited to see uh, his start. You know. Doing writing duties, which I think is the first time he's doing major writing duties I, on a book. I think so. I've never seen him actually write anything else, just do the artwork for it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just for the art alone, I'll be there, just because the way he did the layouts in the Batwoman, you know, elegy, or eulogy. Elegy? Elegy. Elegy. Yeah, it was just E-L-E-G-Y. Elegy. Elegy, yeah. There was no U in there. No. All right. There's just like a spelling bee in here. <laughs> exactly. So do we have a new Batwoman? What's no, it's still, the same one. It's still Kate Kane. And um, so why are we going to zero? Because as he munches on a cookie, Greg Rucka isn't writing it, and it's, and it wasn't a Batwoman book before. It was, it was Detective Comics. Oh, Batwoman in Detective Comics makes sense. <laughs> so it's a new series. I'm excited to see uh, the writing style, and uh, it's cool to see more spinoffs coming out of the Batman universe. Speaking of spinoffs coming out of the Batman, see that's. What do you do segues like that, Paul? Oh, I can pick up on it, but your other ones, I, I don't get They're just too damn clever. Ah, maybe not. <laughs> um, uh, actually, uh, I'm looking forward to it wraps up the Batman Beyond miniseries, uh, Batman Beyond number six. It was announced that's coming back as a ongoing, but we're going to see uh, the wrap-up to this. Adam Beach and I really enjoyed this book so far, and um, it's fun. I like it. Who's the villain turned out to be? Um, it's a clone of Dick Grayson. Oh, what? And he's hush. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Why does or he is he super, husher? Why does no, he have hush. super strength? He's a clone. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Yeah, when you when clone people, they get fucking like super shredder. 
Who's played by Kevin Nash? Scott. Scott. The, the, <laughs> Diesel. I really wish people could have seen that look. That's what I get oh, all the, the time. The brother, Scott. The brother of Rick Nash? Kevin Nash, the wrestler. Kevin Nash. Diesel. Oh. Well, I didn't he know he was that. Diesel. And they just wrestled as Kevin Nash. And that's when he was partners with Razor Ramon. Yeah, Scott Hall. <laughs> See, he likes wrestling. Scott likes wrestling. That's I, I liked wrestling. I don't liked. like wrestling now. Well, you like old wrestling now. I do like. I still like old wrestling. It is always weird. That, like, <coughs> I'll be, although I'll old be watching, to me is 1996. Yes. I'll be watching something with Chris, and he's like, "Oh, Scott's on. Let's see what he's doing." Oh, he's playing like WrestleMania on the Xbox. Yeah, he perfected that game, though. I did. Both hundred percent. That and Batman. Two games. I have and if yet put to two together, finish how game. awesome would that be? Batman wrestling. Well, truthfully, if it was just the wrestling game with the wrestling characters with the Batman fighting physics, oh, it'd be great. Maybe she has. <laughs> Maybe. What if it was a Batman game with wrestlers? That as villains or the heroes doesn't matter. Could I play through Arkham Asylum as Hulk Hogan? Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> but, but he you can't use his swing line. He, no, he, he uses his mustache. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, they would use ropes, obviously. <laughs> you just you know go up against it and he's, fling it. He's through. throwing bells at people. <laughs> yeah, of course. Is that your feet? Hey, hi. Hi. Of course. Stop petting them. <laughs> of course. I don't know how to play footsie. What? <laughs> Clearly. I don't know how to get into wrestling. And honestly, somebody would have to show me the ropes if I was trying to get into comic books. That was, that was a better segue. Hit it. <laughs> the thing is, if I don't segue, nobody will. Please do that. You know what's a perfectly fine segue? Hey, next topic. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I nailed it when I was like, done, someone else. <laughs> that, that's, that's a perfect segue. Next. Done. Done. You were introducing this. I was introducing, I know, but I was just getting caught up in the whole, like, yeah, oh, let's go. Okay. I'm going to let this play out, too. Because Paul wrote it. He did the, he did the old school, like Little Shop Quarters. I believe, no, it wasn't. Correct. That's right. I don't know that shit. Which Little Shop Quarters? We're back with the main topic. <laughs> I know. I thought you were going to play the long intro, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to go get it? I was going to go get the, or Scott's going to go get the little shop of horrors. I know it. Um, every time someone goes into a comic book shop, it could very well be their first time, and it could be their last, and time. it might be their last time, depending on the quality of the shop. But um, this week, we're actually going to take a look at kind of like our first times into a comic book shop and stuff that we've noticed about being in a comic book shop. And um, oh. who wants us to start it off? That's that's a lot more detail than I thought we were doing. Well, I don't know. I think it's. I mean, it's a progressive conversation yeah. we can have on this. Those are just uh, guidelines. Yeah. yeah. It's well, penciled in. Oh my! I'm married first, to it. My first time in a comic book shop. It must have been the summer of 1992. I'm not, not sure if it was 1992. You, 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 you never forget your first time. I don't. Exactly. I don't apparently, I, I did. <laughs> uh, it was a uh, year after. Th- 
X Men premiered on Cartoon Network. So probably or like not 19, Cartoon Network, but Fox. Five or so. No. Yeah, it was fourth grade. So going into fifth grade. So what? Grade wise. Who remembers back that far? I wrote an article last year about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not have a memorable childhood or? Memorable? So did I. Hey. Hey. Me too. <laughs> Fifth grade for me. Nice. Glasses, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, everybody uh, in the cafeteria was talking about X-Men and, you know, how it wasn't just a cartoon series on Fox, but also it was a comic book series. And I, uh, for Scholastic, you know how you had the book fair every yeah. year? Loved it. From Scholastic? Well, apparently there was, uh, that year there was a like X-Men Scholastic book that was coming out that you know had all the character bios in it. You know, it was just black and white with really, really bad, you know, like they obviously lift the characters out of, you know, books from other arts and none of the art was consistent in it. Mm. And uh, I saw there was this book called X-Factor starring the step or the brother of scott summers the leader of the x-men and his name was havoc and he was you know had these weird pulse beams that he would blast out of his hands and since he was a little brother and i being a you know little brother myself uh i i immediately identified with him and needed to buy this comic called x-factor also too lazy to <laughs> yes can <laughs> uh, uh circles out of my hands that's and, power uh, it is a cool power <laughs> Is that the first comic book you ever got? And uh, yeah, the all new, all different X uh, X Factor was the first comic book that I bought. And I went to a really crappy comic book shop that was uh, was it in Buffalo or it was, it was actually in uh, it was actually right down here. Um, I shouldn't say where we are, but it, uh, <laughs> we've uh, given away enough. Okay. I think it was in Blaisdell, New York, uh, in a shared space with a uh, with Jubilee. That Jubilee, the Jubilee down there, okay, uh, had a like a card shop slash comic book shop, like basically out front, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, yeah, it was basically a card shop, you know, baseball card shop, and then the guy just happened to have comic books in it, and he treated people that bought comic books like they were, you know, basically losers and not doing a good hobby like collecting baseball cards. He's not very far off. Why Why are you wasting your time, kid, buying these comic books? You should be getting into a good hobby. Baseball cards. And I'm like, I collected baseball cards, and they're in a shoebox. Then I turned 11. And- oh! <laughs> Zing. My, my baseball cards are still in the same shoebox. Nice. Yeah. John? Uh, you know, kind of the same kind of thing um, with the guy that ran the place. So it was the first time I went to. Uh, he treated everyone like, why the hell are you in my store? And it was a little shop in Hamburg, just out of... out of. Uh, well, I lived in I Boston, and it was just down the street. <laughs> I hate that fucking place. Um, and I, I was, I was yeah. probably five, four or five, because my dad got me into comic books super early, you know? I had all the Secret War toys, I had the... The DC toys, you know, you squeeze Superman's legs and his fists went like, like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, of course I wanted to go there. They got a big picture of Wolverine on the, uh, you know, big poster of Wolverine, all these comic books, books that, you know, I don't even know what they are. Just like, that one looks, that one looks pretty. I want that one. And um, and then all of a sudden we stopped going. When you were a kid, did you say that one looks pretty? Yeah. Egg. I know. What can I do? Yeah. Why do we have to use such hate speech? Because that's what someone Stop would being say. Gay, Paul. 
Uh, and uh, but all of a sudden we stopped going there because my dad thought the guy that ran the shop was a super creep. So we stopped going there. <laughs> you ever go to bathroom? No. Oh, okay. But uh, I ended up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got dilled right the, out on the floor. Ooh. What? <laughs> it's like like crapping razor blades after that. Uh, but but I ended up spending more of my time getting getting my comic books from from gas stations like uh, the Robo that was down the street. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I I loved it. I didn't see that the guy was a creeper, a giant jerk, till Chris and I when we got back into comics in two thousand one went there and we're like, I remember going here. Remember the guy was kind of a jerk, and then we go in there and the guy's like, What do you want? It's like, No, we're just leaving. Yeah. <laughs> um, first store I ever went into is actually right on Union Road. It's, it's a laundromat now. Um, <laughs> So, you know, I, I guess that spoke of how well the guy did for himself. But I remember going in the, the very first comic book I got was an issue of Swamp Thing. And how old were you? Um, I was probably seven at the time. Thank you for and asking. Swamp Thing when you were seven was definitely not for a seven-year-old. It, it, was, it was still under the DC banner, but I remember seeing naked boobs in it. And I was like, Swamp <laughs> Thing's fucking awesome. <laughs> and, um, and then... It's during the Alan yeah. Moore run. No, it wasn't no? an Alan Moore one. It was, I think, issue number like forty-four or forty-five. I don't remember offhand. I still have it somewhere. Um, but I remember going there, and it was kind of late. Like, so it was really dark, and the guy had like rows and rows and rows of uh, like baseball and basketball cards and stuff mm-hmm. too. And I remember getting a card where it was like, if you buy you know, like so many comic books, you could get a free one. And I thought that was, was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, we have to buy more comic books now because I want to get that free one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like the first time I actually remember going into a comic book store. And the next time after that was that crappy little store in Hamburg when my aunt lived in the village there. And like I'd stay over Saturday nights and Sunday, I would ride my bike into town there and I'd have like three bucks and be like, I'm going to buy a whole bunch of 50 cent issues. Not 50 cent the rapper, mm-hmm. but he didn't yeah, exist issues. back then. He, he, he didn't exist back then. Back then he was just quarter pence. Um, <laughs> nobody talks about six pence on the richer anymore. <laughs> Nobody does. Um, but They went through my mind once. One time. And you're like, well, what was that band? Yes. Oh, that's a band? Yeah. <laughs> they did the cover of There She Goes. That was a cover? Yeah. I didn't even know that. The, the original was actually featured in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Sixpence None the Richer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did the cover of There She Goes. And who did the original? What? Who did the original of... <laughs> There she goes. <laughs> That's normally one of those songs that you get, you're pissed about because it was originally sung by a guy about a girl, and then suddenly a girl is singing it about, a guy. about another girl. There Ooh. she goes. How dare you think she, I'm that shallow? She didn't say, there he goes. Well, now, Janet, it, you, are you, saying you I are have a pronoun issues? That I, I get... <laughs> They, you get annoyed when girl singers sing about other it girls. Looks like the same handwriting, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Janet, you're a girl, so you've never been to a comic book store before. But um, <laughs> what, what, except what, you know a lot about that creepy comic book shop in Hamburg. Yeah. What do you think a comic book shop would be like? You're like, don't go in the back um, room. I've never been one because I know I would be welcome in one. What? I've been in GameStop before and gotten looks about uh, my video game preferences. So well, you, you were bringing in a high school musical game, so it's understood. It's, there's other games I play. It's not just high school musical sing-along, even though that is one of my favorites. <laughs> Anyways, I just know that it's not a good place for girls. What makes you say that? get molested. 
Wow. Comic book stores are like, uh, even Law and Order SVU. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> even the leap between yelled at to molested, I think, is a giant leap. Well, it's either going to be, you know, John's. Well, even like when we went into Queen City, like once we started getting back into comic books, like they were just kind of like looking at us. Yeah. And like this was like, I think that was like our, the third comic book shop that we had gone it, to. It was the third one we went to and not like we were also getting into Heroclix at the time. And they have all this comic book stuff. They have this gaming shit everywhere. And we were like, oh, do you have Heroclix? But we don't, we don't do this. What is that shit? And it was like, dude, you got like... You had like magic shit behind you. Why wouldn't you have that? And it's comic book shop. Those are comic book characters. But yeah, you know, you you don't know what you're going to get. And one, like a funny story, the comic book shop that we do go to, and we walked in when Chris and I walked into it the first time. We're like, wow, this is like the best comic book shop we've ever been in. The one time the owner made a comment because somebody's like, hey, watch what you're saying, and he's like, what? Girls don't come in here. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's it's not a. Uh, yeah. Kate's been, I've brought Kate to comic book shop, you know, the comic book shop we now go to down to Tom Comics, and it's been fine. Yeah, I've taken the, the big X into one. <laughs> the big because of her stature? Uh, or just because, no, because she's because it a, was the biggest relationship, you know, the longest relationship. Oh, the longest relationship. I know, it's very tongue-in-cheek when I say that, that's yeah. what I like to say it. But we went in there, and then she, when we left, she was like, like, ugh, why didn't you introduce me to Don? And I was like, because I don't want to be embarrassed by you. <laughs> what are we talking about? Sorry, I had to go to the bathroom. We're still talking about comic books. I, I was hoping we were still talking about and comic bringing books. Girls bringing to girls to the comic book shop. Well, offered to bring me one in order to prepare for this podcast, and um, I slept till noon, so that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think if I ever went, I probably couldn't go alone. I think I'd have to have some sort of nerd support. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I would feel embarrassed like, I've taken most of my exes into a comic book shop, kind of just because it's like, hey, this is who I am. Get fucking used to it. And they've all, like, gotten into comic books. Mm-hmm. Well, and, to help me get back into comic books, you guys used to take me up to Don's. Yeah. One, because I wouldn't be able to get there on my own because I suck at directions. Yeah, you did. Because <laughs> it is a good 30 to 40 minutes away from where we live. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, just, just driving up there, yeah, I would have kind of lost. Yes. Yeah, just going straight down transit. That gets tough. <laughs> well, yeah, because it isn't in transit where we live. It's Southwestern. <laughs> totally different name. Just go to Southwestern. Go where straight. They turn, it turns. It, it, it kind it, of bends in the road. Bends. And then it's transit. Yeah. <laughs> that bend. I'm, am I supposed to keep with Southwestern or am I supposed to go? It actually doesn't it like old transit go yeah. off to the side, yeah. too. There's old transit. <sighs> I'm, I'm glad Paul has a better sense of direction now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's marginally better. It's well, because I've driven a lot more now. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I think... Um, it does take some support to get into comic books, I think. Just to to, to find a good shop mm-hmm. is a major issue. And, I mean, really, I don't think if Chris and I had been talking about it and then made the thing like, all right, let's go. Let's try this mm-hmm. place. Let's go try this place. Like, we went on a, kind of a hunt to get back into comic books and find the right shop. And why is that? Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man movie. Exactly. It was Spider-Man the movie was coming out, and we were getting back. We were like, we kept talking about it before mm-hmm. that, too. Like, I loved comic books. We should get back into it. Mm-hmm. And then that happened, and we finally, we started going, hitting these places, looking around, trying to see what was what, what we want to get back into. Mm-hmm. And um, when we finally hit the day after uh, 
It was a day after Spider Man. It was a free the comic very book first day. free comic book day that they did. Have you? A free comic? Uh, most likely, yeah. It usually falls the weekend after my birthday. That's true. First weekend of uh, May. May. And uh, Listeners, about- if you want to give me anything for my birthday, don't a count on Don't count on Janet getting anything. <laughs> yeah. She's a horrible friend. <laughs> no, you don't. I still have that. <laughs> Yay! And uh, we, it's the first thing you do when you walk in there, you have this, this guy go, Welcome to Don's! <laughs> and, uh, you know, and he's actually, he's very approachable. He wants to talk to you about comics, where most comic book shops you go into, they kind of want you out of their store. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, talking to Don, you're, like, looking at your watch, <laughs> like, I gotta, I, I, really, I gotta go. The guy, oh, yeah, no problem. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just keeps talking, and you're like... I really gotta go. Like, like I've been. I'm usually late, anyways. But I've like been massively late for things because I'm stuck in there with Don. <laughs> the guy honestly wears his love of comic books on his sleeve because he is covered with comic book related tattoos all up and down both of his arms. He is sleeved with comic book. Yeah, his love is literally on his sleeves. He, he's a man who knows what he likes, and he does seek to share it with other people. Mm-hmm. It's not just. The people that he sees every week that he kind of has to talk to because he takes their money. The regulars, regulars, if you will. He wants to show you something that you're maybe not buying or not reading. And um, he does that with – he has a list of of trades. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, you can bring it back and just say, you know, I I didn't like it. Tom's guaranteed. He kind of asks you about it, and he'll (laughs) he'll gladly take it back or he'll exchange it for something. And he also puts up little things like – Buy it. It's the bomb under certain <laughs> books. And that's one of the reasons I got into The Goon is because mm-hmm. he had that up for him. The thing that I like about him, he does like what he likes, but he doesn't give you shit for liking, you know, the mainstream stuff. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, comic book horror stories is, you know, the guy loves, you know, the independent work. And yet, you know, all his money is being made off of Marvel or DC. And then anytime <laughs> you go up there, he's like, oh, you're buying this shit. This isn't any good. You're the one yeah, he's the one selling it, and that's where his money's being made. Mm-hmm. And yet he's, you know, putting people down for buying it. Now, he does call me DC boy. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> I will buy the independent work, you know, yeah. trades too. And he knows that I'm willing to give any, you know, give basically anything a try. And, and it's great when he offers something. He's definitely tried to, like, bridge the gap. Like, oh, you know, you should check this out. It's got, mm-hmm. like, that's how I got into Sleeper, actually, because I was buying a lot of, like, the Brubaker stuff, like the superhero mm-hmm. things. He's like... You should check this out. And I did. I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah. Artemis Tau. Or no. What's his name? Not Artemis Tau. Or something. Never mind. That's yeah, okay. It's um, a sleeper reference. But unfortunately, I, I feel like a lot of the comic book shops, Janet, your uh, view of comic book shops probably isn't very far off. Because we, when we've gone into the shops, like we feel like alienated and awkward. Especially when we went back into that Hamburg shop. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, we seriously, like, we walked in, we, we kind of looked at their long boxes, the guy stared at us, and then we were just like, let's get out of here. And we are like, can we buy something? I think I, I think we both bought, like, like, just a single issue just to get out of there. Yeah, I can't even remember. You know, and it was, <clears throat> it's, I mean, it is, it's, it's tough walking into those places. I've gone to, like, uh, I went to, to a place down in Florida. Really friendly. You know, I walked in, the guy's like, hey, you've ever been here before? And he's like, no, he goes... You know, we have this section over here for this. Mm-hmm. Trades are in the back. Toys are here. Games over here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, thanks. He goes, need anything? Just let me know. 
you know, I, you know, I walked off. I, I you know, kind of strolled around, found a couple things I like. And when my, my birthday is usually right around when I'm down there in Florida. So, like, my grandma would stop in there to buy me something for, like, for my birthday. And she'd walk in and be like, he likes comic books. <laughs> like, well, what is he like? She's like, he's got a shirt that looks like this. And, like, like you know, they're like, oh, they're extremely helpful, you know. Mm-hmm. So there are those good comic book shops out there. And when I was in um, New York City, I went to two, two stores. I went to Midtown Comics. I also went to uh, Jim Hanley's Universe. Oh. And those were both, like, fantastic shops. And they're known as being good mm-hmm. comic book shops. And walking in there, there were more people in each one of those stores than I've ever seen in a comic book store on their busiest day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how it always is or if it's just, like, like that's their normal foot traffic. Like, you know, people are, mm-hmm. like myself are just like, oh, I've heard about the store. I'm going to go check it out. But it was really great. I mean, they were both really open, well-lit. Their stock was represented very well. No, it's important. Dude, well-lit is very important. <laughs> it, it, it means your chances of getting molested go down significantly. <laughs> but I, I didn't feel like I was walking around in someone's basement. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm in a store. This is where they do business. I will, I will add to your currency in your register. So, mm-hmm. like, it was just nice. Yeah. Probably the one big different comic book store I went was at Comics Nouveau or Pulp Nouveau in uh oh in uh, Canadagua in Canadagua where he actually had had a reading chair and also all the long boxes were looked like they were handmade you know out of wood the guy put it all together everything was nicely painted he had display cases for all his like for the statues and the new issues were just kind of in the front and he had basically like elementary style elementary school style like uh inboxes or mailboxes yeah. for you know his subscribers where the cubby holes yeah little cubby holes so his subscribe you know the people that were his regulars would pick up their books and then go right to the register and really nice like looked like handmade bookshelves and everything was really nicely presented yeah and uh he had actually a little reading corner too so if you wanted to peruse it looked like it they, that was welcomed, which is kind I of think, a big deal. I think yeah. that chair is more for um, the owner because a lot of because some of the other times I've got in there, I go in and it just hear them from the back. Hey, how are you? <laughs> just let me know if you want to purchase anything. Yeah, and then he kind of goes back to reading. So, <laughs> so maybe it's his reading <laughs> it's corner. His reading corner. But no, yeah, it's it's always been really friendly when I've gone in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's very it's, it is a nice little shop. Well, I think you have to have a nice shop that's. Doesn't look like you're about to get jumped when you walk into like the corner, because I mean you can just go to like a Borders or Barnes and Noble, and they're going to have like a, a quick novel or trade paperbacks section, and they're going to have like the spinner racks with you know last week's comics in there, and that's so much more accessible. I feel than going to a comic book shop because they're all over the place, yeah. and you know you can have your discount card and you can get money off, and you can get a gift card to there and be like, oh yeah, you know I'll see what they have. I think it's tough to, uh, you know, compete with that if you are a comic book shop owner. And not seem to want to step up their game with the competition. No, that's what's really sad because I mean, there's not a lot of comic book shops. I mean, there's a quite a few in Buffalo, mm-hmm. but but the, the caliber of the store is kind of lacking. Yeah. And the other thing that that most comic book shops are is they're not comic book shops; they're hobby stores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to sell that other hobby stuff, and then they have the little corner for comic books, 
Where I mean, like, what Don's is is Don's is a comic book shop that used that has like this little shelf in the back room where he's got like his dungeon, you know, his Dungeons and Dragons manual and stuff <laughs> like that. If he even has those, like, he doesn't even. Have I don't that. even know if they're back there anymore. I he used to have like this giant. Forever. He used to have this giant tray of like all these dice, and when he had mm-hmm. a big sale, he was just like. As an dice, he's just giving them away to get rid of them. Yeah. But the, is, the thing with that is, since they're you know smaller shops and it's owned by the one person, any investment into the store is eating directly into their their salary. Yeah. You know, what they make is what they bring home. So if they have to reinvest in the store, that is money out of their pocket, mm-hmm. quite literally. And honestly, there's been times where. Uh, I know Don's been making calls to his people to you know people that have books on their back shelf that haven't picked up for months and months and months. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm looking at the job, <laughs> uh, and he'll give them a call and be like, "Hey, you got to come in and pick up my this merchandise because you know I'm holding it for you and I'm out of money yeah. because of it." So you know he's working on a very it's a slight margin that comic book shops get from the. Two ninety nine or three ninety nine price, so especially when you give your regulars a discount on yes. top of it. Exactly. So, you know, you're you're living off the margins, and then any investment just might be too much for you to throw in. You know, it's, you don't even. It's tough living off that investment and trying to play those margins. But even if you just you know put some new lights in your store, mm-hmm. like paint it up. Lights, maybe some smiles. Yeah. Smiles are free. Yeah, and I do have the only thing that's really like aside from the merchandise changing in Don's is just the the beer bottles on the back shelf changing. (laughs) I do like that every once in a while, free sample of beer. Yeah, just that's nice. But then you have to go into work. (laughs) Just because I'm on lunch doesn't mean that I can't have a little sample. Oh yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Sure. It just can't be... Hey, Scott just perked up. How's it going, bud? <laughs> I just can't be completely inebriated. That's all. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Done. That wasn't witty or fun at all. That's a way. Jenny, you can introduce this one. Put your Janet Cam. Are you going to introduce it? I guess they were back. <laughs> what? We didn't go anywhere. And we're back. We've been sitting in this room the whole time. Yeah, it and happens. You're being very. You get, get in the microphone. Get excited. Hey, you've been how look, do we make butter beer? You've been looking so forward to this for my entire life. Yeah, your life is built up to how this. How do I make butter beer, and why do I? Why do I not? Yeah, I'll, get, I'll my... get I'll get the the fixings for it. I, if you wanna if you wanna describe yeah. what butter everybody. beer is first. Enough for everybody. One for me, please. One for me. Bring it all in. Bring in all the fixings. Well, um, Butterbeer is obviously a... We need to drink in order to talk about this movie. Obviously. Um, it's, it's very popularized by the books. Um, I found many recipes that mm-hmm. were non-alcoholic. So, I mean, they were complicated. They involved cooking and... Oh, more that's bullshit. So, that wasn't good. So, I found this uh, really simple recipe, which just included butterscotch schnapps and cream soda. And if it involves alcohol and less than two ingredients... That. That's how the three broomsticks would do it. Exactly. So, um, or the leaky cough. And enjoy it. Hells yeah. I'm pouring. Chris, that's not a pour. Oh, I have to make it as good on everybody. 
I don't, yeah, that's good. Around to uh, I'm sorry, Janet, I'm totally stealing although, all your butternuts. <laughs> although I do have Which you more. were holding as if there was a last drink I have more. of alcohol. <laughs> I have more. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Such a lush. Delicious. If we needed some. I now understand why you were holding it as if you were a homeless exactly. person. So it's a really good drink. I mean, it's good cold. Mm-hmm. This is still cold. Hey, thank you. Um, it's good cold, but I mean, even if you look as sad as it sounds, even if you the cream soda like flatten and get warm, mm-hmm. it's still good. This is what I was Scott needs some too. I just wish uh, I do. it is very good. Thank you. I just wish there was a little bit more foam on the top. That's yeah, what she said. Hmm. I like the sing song. Mm. You know, so I, I think from now on, any of that's what she said has to be sung. <laughs> I can totally understand why Hermione would need to be carried home after drinking these. Well, Chris, no, that's because of the roof and all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so that's- Axio panties. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Law and order Hogwarts. Um, <laughs> Chris and I were discussing um, perhaps trying some fire whiskey. Yeah, fire whiskey is another popular uh, Harry Potter drink. Um, that one was a uh, whiskey and Goldschlager. Which obviously would be mm. delicious. Goldschlager I've never had. Gold, it tastes like atomic fireballs. It's oh, really? It's just like that really strong this cinnamon. This is a good movie review. I think. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into the movie review. I'm so serious. Review. There was no sarcasm. I didn't use my sarcasm font. <laughs> Scott just, just likes having a drink and like, yeah, I'm, I'm on board for, for this. He, he raised his hand it was like, and snapped great. his fingers. This is in his XDD face. <laughs> Thank you for demonstrating it. <laughs> yeah. But Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows, <laughs> part one. We're just, back. Just came out in theaters. And Janet, what's this movie about? Harry Potter. Obviously. <laughs> well, um, this movie's the uh, final book, based on the final book. They've divided the book into two movies, um, which is obviously for the best if you yeah. want to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They, they want to do it justice. So um, I'm not sure if we should give away the um, no. No? We're not going to give that away? We try to be good with our spoilers most of the time. All right. Spoilers. This is all just came out this week. <laughs> and this podcast will go up There probably shall be Tuesday. some spoilers in this anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So if you really are, are weird about it. Snape killed Dumbledore. Might not want to lie. <laughs> Half-Blood Prince. Listen. <laughs> Snape killed Dumbledore. That was an internet thing. There's a broomstick. <laughs> But um, basically, yeah. like this movie, you, it factors in, um, you know, Harry's coming of age when the, the protective spells that are well protecting him are going to fizzle out. <gasps> so they kind of have to take him on the run. And while they're doing this, they have to go around and f- destroy these horcruxes. Horcruxes? Horcruxes. Horcrux. That um, it's the key to I defeating <laughs> Voldemort. There's seven of them. There's seven of them. Two but, of them have already been destroyed. In the previous movie is the right. diary of Jones. Tom Riddle from uh, <laughs> Chamber of Secrets mm-hmm. and, the and the Ring, which you see in Half Blood Prince. And then, and then they kill the uh, amulet. So that's the, that's the spoiler. Oh, yeah, that's that, that's in the third one. That's in. Spoiler. But then they say there's only three more. Yeah. Ah. Uh, makes sense. But um. <laughs> Basically, I mean, that's what... This is this a Snape final... one of them? Is that spoilers? That's spoilers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that spoilers? <laughs> spoilers. It's, it's in the it's book. In the I book. mean, this book's been out for a while. Uh, so I didn't I guess... read the books. I watched the movies. <laughs> and thank it's... you for ruining something once again for me, Paul. <laughs> you get a cool moment with Neville, though. Oh, yeah. Ah! yeah. Oh, 
Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, John. Um, yeah, hey, Zeus. And while they're uh, searching out these Horcruxes, they're also kind of um, told this fairy tale that all wizard children know growing up about the the Deathly Hallows, Beetle the Bard. Tales of Beetle the Bard. Indeed. And um, it reveals, like, there's these three like, fabled uh, wizard tools, each belonging to this uh, brother, and how they came into them and what they are in the real, air quotes, wizard world. I really like these how are they... the Deathly Hollows. One how of them is the envelope in... and label wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Clippy came up. <laughs> He's... I really like how they told the story in the movie. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, I, re- I really liked um, the animation and everything yeah, on that. Very unexpected. Um, and I, yeah. I actually I didn't have a chance to do it, but I wanted to look up who who did that part because it looks very reminiscent of some of the uh, Tim Burton claymation yeah. movies. Yeah. I was very shocked by it, and I was like, oh my god, they're going to go to animation. I thought it was going to be really bad, but I was like, yeah. I was very impressed. I was like, that was a good representation. Yeah, yeah. for having to break out. And honestly, how else are you going to tell that tale and do that exposition without going to animation? I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. I guess they could have done on like flashback, kind of like talking yeah. style, but like I, and actually have three actors do it. And but I'm glad they did it that way because you you can tell you're being told a story. Like I think if they had done it like live action, it would have been more like, oh, this is his history stuff. And it, yeah. I think it would have taken taken out of it that it was a story too, being yeah. told in it. It's it empty. Yeah, I mean this. What? It's easily Spoiler. the the darkest of the Harry Potter movies to date, and it's is it PG still? PG thirteen. The last PG the last couple have been PG thirteen. Um, well, I know Order of the Phoenix out was, action. Order of the Phoenix was PG thirteen, wasn't it? Yes. It's out of but Half Blood. Half Blood was PG thirteen as well. Really? Okay. It yeah. I thought. Okay. It's really action packed from the start. Yeah, right from the get go. Um, <laughs> when I was. Yeah, it's action with intermittent bits of exposition in between it. It, it does like the movie does slow down like a little bit, like when they're doing all the camping and everything. Mm-hmm. But but it, the books really slow down. But at yeah. that like, point. even with that slowing down point, like it didn't take me out of the movie. I didn't get mm-hmm. bored with it because, and I'm just a film fan. I haven't mm-hmm. read any of the, the uh, books, but I love. I love that character development with those with those mm-hmm. characters. Like yeah. I, I want to I want to see that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. When it's the action, that's when you're getting the story. But it's those slow parts that are the character development. It helps no. you mm-hmm. with the character and helps you develop that relationship with them and the relationship they have with each other. Because no. I mean, they've been going at it for seven hundred years. Yeah, and also in those camping scenes, I think are the times where the allusions to other great liter uh, English or Anglican, right? Literary works come through, you know, the amulet kind of being analogous to the one ring, you know, because it's making people become or feel evil or angry. And also... It's uh, part of his soul. Let's say uh, <laughs> this, the sword, you know, and the lady in the lake, basically. I, I don't... I'm being vague. Hmm? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> That's the babies. See, it only takes two thirds of a podcast for Janet to learn to give Paul shit. <laughs> Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> um, I don't know I don't know if I can say this is my favorite of the movies yet. It's kind of they varied from the books a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's kind of trying to stick to those beats still, which mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed, especially. 
compared to the last one, like Half Blood Prince, where there's oh, yeah. so much stuff left out of it. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought on this one, they really stayed true to the books other than like, oh, Harry, you know, went as himself to the wedding instead of being in disguise. Yeah. You know, but I think they really captured a lot of the beats that I, you know, especially the stuff in the woods. I thought that maybe that was going to get cut. What? A lot of the beats that you were throwing down? Yeah. Get a beatbox reference. Oh, man, I'm not feeling Even this. so with, you know, Hermione and her, uh, her relationship with her parents. I mean, you've never mm-hmm. even seen Hermione's parents, and it opens yeah. up in... There they are. You see her house. You see where she's living. You see her. You see them in the uh, second. Oh, that's right. Because uh, is are they? Uh, because um, um, Ron's dad is actually t- talking to Hermione's parents in mm-hmm. the learning out about the muggles in the book bookshop. Consorting with the muggles. Yeah. <laughs> but but they actually show her. You know. Erasing her parents' memories, yeah. which is something they just kind of mention in the book. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, by the way, you don't know what Hermione did. <laughs> yeah, and she does mention it to Harry. Yeah. you mean you, you know, you feel like you're the only one getting up, you know, stuff for this. I think was the line yeah. in the book. You, you don't know what I did, and this, and then she lays it out for him. And, and and they really don't touch on that in the, the movie at all. Like mm-hmm. they show her doing it, but they don't reference it at all. Yeah. And it's it kind of drives it home even more when. They make her erase the two Death Eaters memories mm-hmm. in the uh, coffee shop there, and you just see the pain on her face. You're like, oh, crap. They don't even know. No. I think they could have, you know, in that very beginning scene when she's walking down the street, they could have held that scene just a little bit longer before cutting it to the next one just to really drive home how alone she must feel at this moment because mm. the streets are totally empty. None of the house's lights are on. So she's walking down almost a completely dark street. Just to make that scene feel a little bit more alone, just letting it play for one more beat. And the other thing you I can would, do crickets on that. Too, with, too the other the other thing that's really good is like the transitions are just like fade to blacks, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of goes right into the next scene, like an end of a chapter. Mm-hmm. You know, it fades like a segue. Done. Boom. Ooh, that's not a segue though, Scott. Don't don't yeah. hit the buttons. Oh, oh, no, oh. don't do it. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, some of the you know fadings that they did in uh, the other Harry Potter movies, where it would actually cl- the black the would iris, rise and, iris yeah. in, mm-hmm. and this one was just a complete fade out. No, no real fancy sweeps. And uh, something else that uh, you know it does need to be, you know, said. It's throughout all the movies they have excellent casting. They have big, phenomenal. They have big British names. You know, great <laughs> great character actors playing all these parts. Yeah. And um, I can't think of his name, the guy who played uh, the first minister and everything. You know, um, he's the uh, singer from uh, from Love Actually. Oh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Yeah. Uh, you know, not Bill Nye. Bill, Bill Nye. Nye. Yeah. yeah you know, Nye. he does a great job. Is that is that part? Um, the guy who's the police and uh, the you know the after the, the snatcher, lead yeah. snatchers. Yeah. You know. He, um, you know, he's he's a. I British, don't know. British character actor. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Think, I don't know. I don't. If only you had time to take notes this week. <laughs> I know. Give me something else he's in, and I'll tell you who he is. No, he. I mean, he's just a. He's just a British character actor that you know. He plays heavies. You know, he plays. What, a, what's a, the character's a name? I don't know. Was Dolph? This sounds like a job for the Internet Movie Database. It's okay. It's the way of a producer. What was it? Uh, we have producer looking at. Well, it. I have it up on my. Phone. What other? Should be like Dolph. What? What was the character name? But, but yeah, I mean, it, son it's of a just, bitch, what was the character? It's just great. Dolph. <laughs> it's just um, you know they just have really, really great, and they started. They started with great, um, great 
they're great actors. Um, in Batchkaratov, something. <laughs> I just looked at that quick and leaned back to my microphone. <laughs> I've been you know, and it's I look at it. It's like Batchkaratov, something. There's you like know, a Z and an X in there. And a I'm v. not stepping over you this time. It's good. Thanks. It's You're okay. Welcome. You're new. Good morning, wow, really? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just—it's great. They've always had great casting for these, you mm-hmm. know, for these characters, and um, you know, it's something that does need to be said that these great actors do step into these roles and, and do great performances. Yeah, and not even the the great actors. I mean, just thinking about you know the little golden trio, Ron, Hermione, mm-hmm. and uh, Harry from the beginning. I mean, look at the beginning of the earlier movies. They sucked. Look at that acting job they got going on. And, you know, if you want to watch, you know, the first one. Going out to Sorcerer's Stone compared to the new Deathly Hallows, and you just look at the <laughs> leaps and jumps. Well, you, they, they've also spent their entire acting careers being these characters. I mean, and they're being well rewarded. Like, yeah, I heard that uh, Hermione Emma Watson. Right? Yes, yeah. thirty-two million. She's worth right right now. Yeah, she, she doesn't have to work like another day in well, that's why, like, one of the first things she did was got her hair cut. Like, that's why she has the really short pixie the cut pixie right now. Cut? Because it's, like, the past eight years. I thought years. it was for you, Chris. No. Was, thought... Has it been ten? Thank you. Uh, she hasn't been able to get a haircut. Like, contractually, like, she couldn't change her hair at all. Without approval? Mm. So, like, of course, like, first thing she's going to do, she's going to, like, lash out and, like, chop all of it off. She made it, like, almost a month, though. Uh, because he might have a callback. You do reshoots or and reshoots. stuff. She didn't know yeah. she was like ready for it. She was kind of calming down because they were talking about you know the last dance set and how they felt about it and everything. And <laughs> I would have cried my eyes out, but that's just me. Hey, Daniel Radcliffe got naked, you yeah. know, on Broadway. So speaking about naked, let's talk about that scene with uh and, and the, with the horror crocs. Yeah, we're Rana. You didn't see anything. Yeah, hot though. <laughs> what? Usually that's, that should be oh. my line. <laughs> oh, Rupert Grint. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I wasn't Rupert Grint. Think. Naked. 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 Yeah, yeah, but that was all CGI. It was all CG, but damn. And the, the part where he had his zip Ginny up at the beginning too. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Come on. You guys thought that was scandalous. That, that got the motor running. <laughs> Well, they they, they did, did that, yeah. and then you see oh, Harry in a bra. You see like six Harrys. To see more. You see Sorry. six. You see the water too. Yeah, you, you see six Harrys, yeah. but not all full Harry. And he he's got a better. It's not the full Harry too. Yeah. He is awkwardly Harry though. <laughs> but better than you. Oh, you want to see the accent. movie with me, Scott? We can go again. Okay. It's very Catch good. Your man Chris and Janet are talking about going to see an IMAX. I can't wait. It's going to be good. I'm shaking my head for people that can't see me on Ustream or hear me on the podcast. I'm shaking my head now. Aw. Hmm. That's too bad. But, um, you know, this movie definitely hits every note that I wanted it to hit. Um, I, I felt like I had been sitting in the theater forever. Just because I can't get comfortable in movie theater seats at all. No, I didn't actually have to go pee at all. I I was prepared. I just, I just, I would, wouldn't have minded seeing like a d- double feature of both of them put back to back. I hate that I have to wait until till next summer yeah. to see the final one. At the end it of next it, next summer. Oh yeah, it's the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah the summer coming up. Yeah, July. it is July something or I mean, other. You said it on the podcast, and now it's always going to be quoted like, "Oh, remember that Janet said it was the 14th, and it turns out it's the 21st." They move it. They can move it around. Yeah, they could. The they could jump it around. Yeah, maybe it was the 14th when we said it. Who knows? 
time machine. Prove us wrong. Contact us at contact at Becknavoidcast.com. Half the Prince come out. Because Half the Prince was supposed to come out in Twilight. Yeah. So it wouldn't need to compete with Twilight. Twilight's horrible. Twilight blows. You have to watch the video later. I'll explain it then. Okay. But uh, I really felt like, you know, at the end of it, I'm like, oh, this, yet, is set yet, up. this was definitely set up for the next movie. It was. It was a good ending. It was a great yeah. thrill ride. And then we got to the end. I'm like, damn I'm it. I was skeptical of the ending of the first one. I was like, how mm-hmm. are they really going mm-hmm. to like, make this happen? I was like, is it going to look very abrupt? I was like, am I going to mm-hmm. be like, what are you doing? They better play with the whole, like, wands and not, you know, getting the, you know, the defeating the owner and yeah. having the mastery of the wand in the next movie because I was expecting it in this one, especially with all the wand changing. There's a lot of wand changing, and I'm not sure if they're going to, like, Because it wasn't. Just based on not to compare to Lord of the Rings, but I mean, they very much. If you didn't see the first one, you go into the second one, you're screwed because they don't like touch back on any of that. Like, yeah, you are. Ravenclaw's little tiara. Yeah. Don't know how they're gonna do that. Yeah, they haven't touched on any of that. <laughs> you look at me with such I'm disdain. I'm sensing that. I feel it over here. Hey, normally I get that all during the podcast. Paul's so. just enjoying it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it's not me for once, the <laughs> disdain. You don't have a button. Which one? You don't have a button. What? Ravenclaw's Yeah. Well, they're already kind of working around to that point where, you know, they could say, like, oh, look, you know, never, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. John hasn't read the books. Okay. I'm, I'm not sorry. I don't want to ruin it for you, bud. Thank you. You're welcome. That's why we're best friends. After, after the movie. You won't read them. And even if, you, <laughs> even if you spoil the littlest thing for this guy, he goes, Thanks, Paul. I didn't read the books. <laughs> I know. If she said it, I'd still blame you. Alan <laughs> Rickman. <laughs> Who I have to say is probably the best casting in all the movies. A snipe. Snape. Snape. Yeah, Alan Rickman's awesome. I was I w- looking. I, I want Snape. I, I wish we had more Snape in this one. Mm-hmm. I wish he's I had, my favorite character from the books. Too, I wish I so. had more McGonagall in this one. Um, I don't know if they could take her off life support long enough to appear in it. What? She's have you seen no. how old she looks? How old is she? I don't know how old she is, but I don't Dude, think she's on life support. No, is she but like, actually in the hospital no, right now? No, that's just me being me. Is, is, are she's, you going to pick her for our death list next year? She's ancient. Luckily, our death list sees people. We'll I know, about basically. Later. Yeah. <laughs> she was in Hook. Hardy Lang would have been, been dead if it wasn't for our death list. I haven't list. found her yet. Hold on. And that's uh, oh, man. Emma Thompson? What? Harry Potter and the Death... I'm saying I'm giving it a thumbs up. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I can't wait to see it again. Definitely. I saw it twice. I'm going to have to hold judgment until I get part two. Really? Yes. I'm going to be you that can't, way. You can't judge it as a standalone? No, because where it leaves okay. me, it leaves me wanting. She was born in 1934. There you go. It, it leaves you wanting. But what right, did you 80, see about what 86? you... 76? I thought it was 76. 76, yeah. You're right. 76. Yeah, don't carry You're anymore. good at math. Yeah. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it leaves me... I want to make sure it... I, you know, it's part one. 
It's Am I one. really supposed to judge it on its own? Yes. Yeah, you can. No. I was just really hoping they were just going to play the second one right after it. As soon as I saw the screen go dark, I knew it was over. I was like, come on, give me something else. <laughs> you know, it was right, like, right when the credits started to the roll, they turned the house lights up in the mm-hmm. theater. I was really like, not yeah. ours. They were like, no, yeah, get out. Yeah. I had somebody yell in the theater, I knew it! At, as soon as it ended. And I wanted to punch them. He just caught his girlfriend cheating in the row ahead of him. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> you can believe missed that part. I told Chris the story when I went to the uh, washroom before I, uh-huh. uh, the movie started. Yeah. Uh, who obviously loved my costume. It was phenomenal. <laughs> but, um... You guys... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We <laughs> left out a big part of the... Okay, Did you guys ahead. both dress in costume? Always. Always. And what costume was it? Like, you guys gotta explain it. Well, hers is, hers is more intricate. Mine's better. Mine's probably the best in the theater. Fuck you. Okay. Best so in the theater. The Listen to her. Um, no, the, the girls in front of us. <laughs> Best costumes ever. Yeah. Um, I have a white Wait, what? Shirt they were legit, dude. Gryffindor sweater. Uh-huh. sweater with the Gryffindor stripes on it. Gray skirt and uh, Gryffindor knee-high socks. Cool. You, you love to cosplay as a Gryffindor. Three years now I've been... Uh, but you would go Gryffindor if you were sorting hat style? Oh, for sure. That's what I'm going to tattoo. I would be a Hugglepuff. No, I would want to be Ravenclaw. Is that what you just said? Yeah. I'd, Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd go Ravenclaw. Yeah. Are we all I, at least I would try. No, like, no, you haven't explained your cosplay, sir. Oh, dude, it's, and defend it. Mine is very simple. It's just like black pants, like V-neck sweater. I've got my Gryffindor tie underneath there, which is the legit Gryffindor tie. It came directly from Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. If you watch from the third movie on, yeah. Um, they they got, change the wands quite a bit in the movies also. Then I have my Hogwarts track jacket. Your story. So I was in the bathroom. Some girl was obviously gushing over how awesome my costume was, and she brought upon me that she hadn't read the final book yet. So I, after punching her in her twat. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a British movie. You're allowed to say that. So why are you here then? Why would you come to the final movie without reading the book first? Well, John. maybe we can ask John. Because <laughs> I watch the movies and I like them. <laughs> She didn't punch me in the twat because I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, if there was somebody here that, that could give you a twat and then punch you in it, I'm pretty sure she could. It would have to be a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> she made that costume. Dance. Let's just end it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have buttons devoted to it every I, I'm time glad I talk. Scott used this episode to learn where the crickets were. <laughs> you got it, dude. Hands down. Full house reference, anymore. really? <laughs> you got it, dude. <laughs> oh, the babies are back. So is that going to wrap us up for... Uh, yeah, and what are we talking about next week? We talked we talked about it for like half an hour the other day. I don't remember. Yeah. It was about uh, things that we dislike. What oh, we are yeah. not thankful what we're, for. Next week, uh, main topic, what we're not thankful for. With comic book readers. And our movie fix will be... I think we are saying it might be Young Justice. Young, Young Justice. Justice. The Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network series. So until then, make sure you check us out over on Facebook. And we're at bagandboard.com. Follow us on Twitter. At bagandboard. At bagandboard. And email us. Contact at bagandboardcast.com. And follow our friends at redphonesome.com. Bye. Oh.
We're still on Ustream now. Yeah, Ustream! I, I was just going to say bye, and then like... I was like, I'm not supposed to say anything? Oh. Because so Ustream, did you notice how little time it actually takes people to realize, just give Paul shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, pretty easy. It's fun. It is. Sorry, Paul. It's fun to give you shit. It's... Sorry, right. I have buttons devoted to giving me shit. <laughs> you should have Thank seen you. the looks she's given me. <laughs> any time, at any time you look at me, I just hit this. <laughs> she's like, 